0: I'm bored. Can we go back now? These are just some of the things that I used to hear when we first started going to forest school and today I'm going to talk about these and how we can overcome children's thoughts of being bored when they're outside in nature to make outdoor learning really successful for you. My name's Kimberly and I'm founder of Who Go in the Early Years, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training and inspiration. And with all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your well-being and self-care. So hi, happy Friday to you. It's Hooga Friday and I am here today in a pre-recorded format. <laughs> so I'm actually um, away on holiday this week. Um, I say away, I actually am still at home but doing things in the garden, having some local adventures and just switching off from work a little bit. So it's a very much needed break. It's uh, it's the first break that we'll have taken since August and it's been a very, very busy year and a half. So yeah, hopefully it's going well and I hope that you're okay too. Now, in today's podcast episode, I want to talk about something that comes up a lot in my training and also it's something that I've experienced as an early years teacher and leader as well. So I remember when I started working at a school that had a forest school site um, in the school grounds. So we were very lucky. We had a very big school site. And as part of that, we could go through a gate on the site and go up into the woods. And part of the woodland area was owned by the school. So we would do woodland or forest school sessions in there weekly. I remember the first time I ever visited with my nursery and reception children and many of the children would walk around sort of aimlessly and be saying things like, oh, we're really bored now. There's no toys here. What can we do? What can we play with? Um, When is it time to go back? and then we'd always have a few children that would be like oh miss smith we need the toilet when really they probably didn't need the toilet but it was an excuse to go back inside for them so what did we do about this because we wanted to use our woodland wonderful woodland area throughout the year and it was my plan to use it not just once a week but make it as part of our provision daily so we had some barriers really to overcome here and I want to share these with you now and some of the things that we did that worked really, really well for you if you're feeling like maybe some of your children are showing the same kind of, sort of attitudes. So the first thing that we did was we gradually increased our time outside in the woodlands. So to begin with, maybe I was a little bit naive, but I thought, right, let's get everybody ready for forest school on a Friday morning, and let's plan to be out there for a good two and a half hours outside um, and see what happens. And it didn't work. It didn't work because it was too new and The children didn't know what to do. They had no experience of this. So instead we scaled it back and we gradually increased our time over a few weeks. And this helped children to get used to it and to um, sort of think to begin with that they wouldn't be there for too long. So that helped and that might be something really useful for you to try to just gradually increase that time. Number two, was to show an interest yourself. So, some of the members um, of staff in my team that I went to the Woodland area with were not that enthusiastic about being outside themselves. Some of them would complain that they were cold. Some of them would just sort of stand around really, observing the children at play, but never really joining in with it or showing fun and excitement. And, Our attitudes as educators matter. Even if we're not feeling it ourselves, we sometimes have to put on a little bit of an act and show that we're enjoying something because the way we are and the way we show off our emotions is infectious. So it's like when you're talking to your best friend, if somebody was standing back and looking at your interactions together, they would see that you're mirroring each other's facial expressions and body language. And that's because the brain loves imitation. So when you're outside, you need to be loving it. You need to be enthusiastic about those snails that you're finding and the way the bark of the tree feels. Because if you're not, and if you're miserable, if you're fed up, if you don't know what to do out there, then your children are going to replicate that. So you need to show an interest. You need to be excited. You need to be doing all of those elements of sustained shared thinking that contribute to high quality practice. So getting down at the child's level, asking questions, open ended questions, but also offering your own thoughts and ideas and narrative alongside that as well. It's about showing children um, things that excite you and talking about it and asking how it makes them feel. It's about bringing in stories that you may be told inside and bringing them out. It's having that real joy for being outside. And when you start doing it as a team of adults, the children will be interested too. If you say, oh, I just heard a noise. What was that? That's going to grab the children's attention. They're going to think, oh, what was it? They'll naturally gravitate towards you and be quiet and listen. Or if you say very quietly, I think I heard a noise over there. And you start quietly tiptoeing towards something, looking really interested, really intrigued, it's going to get the children following you. So see if you can do it. See if you can show an interest too. And it might be that you're feeling miserable about being outside. Maybe you don't enjoy being outside in all weathers. Start by thinking about what you're wearing and making sure that you've got suitable clothes on that's going to keep you dry and warm. Okay, next, number three, is start with a hook. So, let me tell you a little bit about how we used to organise our forest school sessions outside. We actually had a little puppet and he was our forest school elf and we would take him along to our forest school every time we went so that he could be part of our adventures and he had a little diary so that at the end of the session we could write in it what we'd done together and we also had a Polaroid camera. that we could take a few snaps in the forest and print these off instantly and stick them into the little journal diary book that we had for him and then this acted as a really nice connection then between indoors and outdoors and we'd make sure that the journal and diary were available while we were back in setting in class so the children could look through it and think about the types of things we'd done each day or each week and be excited about what we would do next so this was the start of it to make it exciting we also like to sing a song when we were on the way to forest school and this was just something that we made up ourselves so it maybe went something like this we're on the way to forest school we're on the way to forest school I wonder what we'll see I wonder what we'll see and then I might say James what do you think we're going to see today and we'd all just be like chanting it as we walked along and again We might have looked a little bit crazy, but it excited them. It made them think, oh, we're off on an adventure. Something good's going to happen today. And then when we got there, we sat in a little cleared area. We'd pop down some um, tarpaulin or some picnic blankets to just sit on for a few minutes. And we would talk about the type of things that we might want to do while we're there that day. We might even provide them with a little bit of a hook, something that would excite them and maybe get them thinking, um, I want to work here or I want to know more about this. So for instance, one day we went to the forest and we discovered that there was a teddy bear stuck in a tree. His parachute that he had on his back had got caught. So that was a great spark of, oh, where did he come from? Where might he have been going? How can we get him down? And there were so many opportunities there for problem solving. Another um, open-ended hook that we used was just leaving some uh, crayons and some paper next to a tree and seeing how the children used it. And we did lots of bark rubins and then we ended up writing letters to each other Um, And sending these to imaginary characters that lived in the Woodland area. So sometimes you might want to take a few props with you, um, but it gives the children that little bit of spark of excitement about what they could do there. We did actually have um, a forest school backpack that we would take and it had a first aid kit in it, but it also had things in it like clipboards with spotter sheets on it, some watercolor paints and binoculars, um, some books about wildlife that we might see, um, some strings, some uh, tape trying to think what else we had but that's a good start isn't it and then the children could use these materials in their play and we always took the same sort of things in the backpack so the children become re- became sorry, really familiar with what it was it was in there and they could use it to plan their learning a little bit like that continuous provision that we talk about lots inside so there you go there are my three ideas for helping children to not be bored when they're in nature and um, so number one was gradually increase that time outside number two was to show an interest and an excitement yourself in being outdoors and number three was to start with a hook each session something that's going to spark their excitement Okay well thank you so much for listening to today's episode and if you found this useful I would love to know send me a direct message and if you're looking to find your list outside then you might like to go back into the archives of my podcast episodes and take a listen to an episode that I recorded a couple of weeks ago now all about discovering your list. Okay, well, have a really lovely weekend, and I will be back next week. Bye.